Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good evening and welcome everybody to the Speedway Tavern. Uh, Mike's not here yet, but he is, I'm assured, he's on his way. In the studio this evening we've got Matt Book and our special guest, James Shane. Good evening. <laughs> Thanks for having me back on, guys. How you doing, gentlemen? Not too bad. Well, it's been a, a few months since we last caught up, isn't it, James? And um, obviously we're still in a, in a situation where, perhaps not surprisingly, the British season was was cancelled. So, um, are we keeping busy at the moment? Yeah, it's been you know busy as I can be. Um, you know, I've had the two rounds of the Grand Prix, long track Grand Prix, um, which went you know better than I could have hoped for, really, given the circumstances and the little racing I have been doing. And you know, I've got myself a nice little job and keeping relatively busy. So, still annoying, still annoying the girlfriend as much as normal. So. <laughs> I'm doing something right. It's part of God. I mean, it, it wasn't really as much of a surprise. I don't think it was really a surprise in the end that the decision was uh, was made. And, you know, we are, as I say, living in, in very uncertain times. And I think we were talking before we went live, you know, this, you know, you begin to wonder now about 2021 season, whether that's going to certainly start on time. Yeah, it's, it's hard times, really, as um, I feel for everyone. It's been, you know, not, it's been mentally tough for a lot of people having to be shut in for so long. And then, you know, we're now we're allowed back out and all of a sudden we're not. And everything's changing so quickly. It's quite hard to even, you know, plan for next year. Is We start, I've started planning for next year, but also on the side note, is there going to be a next year? So it, it's tough to decide what to do and how to do it. But we've just got to listen to what everyone's saying. And, you know, the, the health of the whole country comes first, really, at the end of the day. I mean, I guess really there's nothing really to, to talk about, but I would imagine that you're still keeping in touch with the guys at Birmingham. Yeah, I mean, I've raced with Chris and Thomas H a couple of times this year with the um, long track stuff. So, you know, keep in touch every now and again. Uh, Lawrence drops us all the message, make sure we're still, you know, out of trouble and, you know, doing all right. So we have a catch up every now and again, but there's not really a lot to talk about with any any of the lads. You know, no one's really riding, no one's really doing anything. We've almost, you know, turn to normal people with normal jobs and that's it I mean every time again someone pops up with a random picture or a stupid you know some stupid comment but that's about as far as it goes really I mean obviously we have seen a, a little bit of um, Speedway um, of course the British final stage behind closed doors it initially was going to be at Ipswich of course but um, moved to Bellevue because of the, the forecast um, I'm not sure whether you saw that meeting at Bellevue but it was obviously very very treacherous conditions and um, we we uh, Cynic would say that we would have had to play Waltzing Matilda instead of uh, God Save the Queen at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, there's a bit of controversy behind the whole British final thing with the rise that were in it and, and the whole where it was going and stuff like that. But it's, 
it's a good thing that they ran the meeting. There has been speedway in, the, in this country, so hopefully no one's forgotten about the sport and found something better to do. So it's all you can really hope. I mean, I'm glad I wasn't riding that meeting. It didn't look the funnest, the funnest of conditions to ride in. Um, but you know, it's one of them things they wanted to run the meeting and they did their best to run it. You know, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, I'm then I'm on the fence about it. But yeah, it was good to good to watch good to watch them race. And I, I caught with a you know handful of the races and saw how wet it was and wasn't exactly jealous not to be there. The big talking point probably was the performance of Jason Crump because that was in effect his his comeback mating and he, he certainly didn't um, disgrace himself. And we saw flashes of the the Jason Crump of old, so that's going to um, give him a lot of confidence if he does decide to um, return again in in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, he he is a legend of the sport. There's no there's no two ways about it. And he came back incredibly well. And I can't really put too much past him. He he is just an incredible rider, and he showed from that uh, he hasn't ridden for five six years, I believe it is, and come back and hardly looked like he missed a beat at all. So, you know, full credit to him. That's it's that must be a real tough thing to try and do, especially in you know not favourable conditions either. Before we go any further, just to um, give uh, Webby something to do. Um, <laughs> anybody, how, how do uh, people listening contact us with any questions or comments or anything? Okay, so uh, the show's going out on uh, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and of course Facebook. So if you if you if you're if you want to participate, just go on to one of the shout boxes and uh, and join in there. It's as easy as that. Just like Craig's me, James. If you had been asked to ride in that British final, would you have ridden it or pulled out like some of the others due to expense and lack of track time? Um, I probably would have would have done the meeting. Um, all my bikes were ready to go, and I was fortunate enough to do, do a little bit of racing. So I, I might, may have done it. Um, a lot, a lot of it depends on situations. Um, also, I was in Poland in the long track GP, so. I may have chose not to if, when it was at Bellevue, but I, I don't know. I, it's a tough decision. It's one of the things you don't really take lightly. Um, you know, so, you know, to be asked to ride the British final was a big thing, and to turn it down is just as big deal as saying yes, really. Uh, Craig also says, I personally think it'll be Lambert and Bewley as our two, uh, then it could be anyone in the under-21 spot. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of under-21 riders at the minute. Um, Drew's Drew Kemp's going well at the minute. Um, I saw he did well at um, part of BC's for the Golden River meeting. So, you know, I think out of anyone, you may may choose him over a lot of um, over a few of the other riders. But again, there's so many young riders coming through, which is great to see. Um, it's a tough decision to make. But me personally, I probably I probably would put Drew in on how going on this year's track form. Uh, Sean says, uh, hi James, congratulations on your long track results after a very tough year. Yeah. Just a bit. That was a bit of an unbelievable one, really. Um, yeah. Th- uh, 13 months after, after my back, I managed to make it back to, back into GP. So, you know, it's, it's I can't thank my whole, the whole team around me. Um, you know, there was, t- there was days where, you know, Laura and my partner literally had to pick me up off the floor because I couldn't, you know, yeah on the floor doing exercise and couldn't get up again. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was a literal thing that picked me up and dust me off. So, yeah, and obviously mum and dad were, you know, behind the scenes doing lots of work, not only trying to prepare me physically, but mentally to come back and 
we did it. So that's all yeah. I can say. Yeah. That's a normal day for you, Chris. Oh, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, Michael Harris has, has decided to join us. Uh, Hello. <laughs> uh, uh, it was going so well. Oh, shall I go? Shall I get my coat? <laughs> Uh, the same old question. Simon Corbett says, can Speedway survive in the UK if none next year? That's going to be a tough year. Yeah, it is going to be tough. Uh, I mean, financially, there's not really going to be many sponsors that are going to want to invest big money into it. Um, but on the flip side, you may get some people may turn around and invest a lot of money in it to get the sport back, on the, back, back in the forefront where it should be. So... You know, I think it's going to turn down to trying to get fans in, making the entry cheaper to, to try and adapt to the times, um, which is something I feel Speedway does does lack a little bit. It hasn't moved with the times as quickly as it should have. So it'll be interesting to see. I know there's a, a few good plans at Birmingham. Um, they're all sort of being put into place with, you know, potentially for next year. So oh, well, you can't say that and not give us some clues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any more. If I stay, I think I think Lawrence might kill me if I tell you. <laughs> uh, I'm done with him. I think I think you can run away from Lawrence at the moment. So. I'm, I'm more worried about the crutch. <laughs> yeah, fair. Enough. Mike, you yeah. got, any, got any questions? Oh yeah, what's happening? Oh, we're not. Gonna, I'm not going to go through all that again. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I, I've no idea what what's been said. So, but obviously, I mean, big congratulations uh, to James for his uh, long track exploits. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that must have been, I mean, I heard you talking about, you know, the exercise and not being able to get up and all of that. So you've come a long, long, long way. You must have, you must be so pleased to be back in there next year. Yeah, it was a very emotional moment. Um, you know, we stood there in the pits and they got the, you know, the score charts and it flashed up our seven. And, you know, I was almost, you know, that was a complete mm. loss emotionally. It was such a big moment as I was told when, I first started, it was going to be 18 months before I could even consider consider riding a bike. Um, they said a year before I could even run. And, you know, I, I, I rode, I did a practice day at Rye House about six months after, even at, after surgery. So, yeah, mm. and I think it was 13 months to, to return to international racing and to qualify for the GP. So, yeah. I haven't really got over it now. It's still quite an emotional story. You know, there's a lot of ups and downs that went through it. And, you know, the main things I did it and concentrate on next year now. Yeah, there is one. And, and, and I'm claiming um, a special place for, for, well, yes, a special place for Birmingham in the world long track because, in my head at least, we got three, Birmingham had three riders in the long track. We yeah. Zach and Bomber. Yeah. Yeah. And there was um, Thomas H was in it as well. I know he didn't do a lot of riding with Birmingham, but you know that was yeah, it was it's great. Yeah, there was a real sort of team spirit in in the pits with the Birmingham riders. You know, you know the ex Birmingham riders mm. and the current riders. So yeah, it was it was, it was good. And it, and it's good to see Zach performing at a high level after you know the troubles that he had with us last year. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's the sport, unfortunately, it mm. is really tough. Um, as many as many people know, lots of riders suffer for, suffer with with mental issues, with just the pressure you're under for six months of the year. It is carnage, really, sometimes. And once you get yourself mm. in that spiral, it's very hard to get out. So, you know, it's great to see Zach perform perform back at the you know world stage again, and 
you know, all credit to him. He rode, he rode well in Poland. He did. I, mean, I think yeah. in a, a lot of ways, I mean, you look at, as when we were talking about um, talking about Zach there, because when you think back to when he first burst onto the scene in, in 2015, he was, you know, he sort of took everyone's breath away, really. Mm-hmm. And I think then there was a huge amount of expectation placed on his shoulders for the following season, and it didn't really happen. And, of course, he had his very brief return to, to Birmingham in, in 2019, and for, you know, for a variety of reasons, it just didn't work out. So... I think um, you know. I think we're at a, we're at a stage where with some of these younger lads, that you, you need to let them try and enjoy the racing more than rather than just you know saying, "Oh, you can be world champion" or or whatever. Yeah, I, I've noticed that a lot. A lot of the a lot of the younger riders are so are so advertised and so you know on the media and all this sort of stuff that I would hate to be some of these riders now with all the pressure that's put on them by by like social media and cameras and all this sort of stuff that's always on them I, I wouldn't I would hate to be there now it's you know it's hard enough now when you're you know in a meeting you've got a camera in your face at the wrong moment it's hard enough now let alone being you know 16 living a dream and unfortunately things do go wrong and when you're young it's quite hard to try and control your emotions and when everyone's watching you so much it's it becomes can become quite difficult so yeah, yeah probably a good example of that for me was was um thomas gollab who for a long long time really struggled with the expectation i mean of course you know at the, at the time you know the, the biggest name in, in not just in speedway in poland but in 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 polish sports you know highest paid polish sports when a huge amount of expectation on a on the country that was desperate to have a, a world champion and of course in the end he did it but it, it took him a, a long time before he was able to finally you know scale yeah. the yeah, and that's what worries me a little bit with some of the some of the younger riders that there they've got so much pressure on them such a young age is whether you know whether they make it to the you know the senior ranks and they turn around and go, no, I've I've had enough I can't I can't deal with it all so you know each their own really I'd prefer to be you know under the shadows for a little bit longer um, and you know slowly come into into the light instead of just being thrown straight into it at a young age and you know, it's a sink or swim situation for some of them. Yeah, you prefer to be a Jason Doyle rather than a Ty Waffingham. <laughs> yeah, in ways, yeah. in ways, it's, it's, it, in my mind, that's a better way to go. Mm. You know, you have your problems when you're young um, from just lack of experience, finance. You know, there's so many things that come to make a rider and if all the pressure on you from the very start, you can't really make mistakes. So, you know, it's just a simple thing of having a mechanic that doesn't work well with you can you know, make or break a season. Yeah, and yeah. if that happens at the wrong time, you know, it could be real bad. And and I guess, I mean, I've, I've always felt that, and I forgot what I was going to say now. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, always, I've always felt that when it comes too easy at, the, at first, you're expecting that all the time. So when the knockbacks do come, um, it's much more difficult to cope with that. Yeah, that's something I struggled with this year massively was coming back with expectations in my head. I know I can perform, you know, I've I've ranked fourth in the long track, I've mm. won the European couple of times and all this sort of thing. And I went in with my with my expectations high and after the first couple of meetings I was you know, I was a wreck. I really wasn't in a good place trying to deal with it. And it took, you know, a lot of a lot of talking and a lot of, you know, help from behind the scenes to get me mm-hmm. to a stage where you know, I didn't care that I had to just go have fun and 
love riding my bike again and in turn it made it made it made me ride better so yeah Yeah. but having said all of that you've got to win it next year you do know that don't you (laughs) i'll give it a go (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think i've i think the highest i've been was fourth so you know we'll we'll see we'll give it a go that's all i can do that's yeah That's what, that's what, yeah. I mean, I think fun is the, is if you're not enjoying it, then sort of, you know, what's the point, I guess? Yeah. yeah. As, as with every, as with everything, yeah. I suppose, mm. if you're not enjoying mm. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. We ha- have any more questions out there, Chris? Uh, Hello, everybody, by the way. Sorry, I'm late. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> just said, who's that bloke there? Talking <laughs> <laughs> about your things, so. uh, Yeah. <laughs> Andy's just said, hi, James, a great guy and a great racer. I guess he's talking about you, James. Not, not- well, I think that's... I don't, I don't know what James is yeah, 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 yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got a rather... I've got a long post here. I'll try and burst through it. Oh, gosh, here, here we go. Here we uh, on the plus side of Speedway, did you see the announcement from FIM about the GPs from 2022? It did mention the Eurosport package, and it appears that there'll be an umbrella format where all sponsorship... And speedway coverage will be covered across Poland, Sweden, and GP alongside SON and GPs. Uh, sporting measures. If that's if that is the case, surely that brings much-needed sponsorship money and revenue to British speedway, especially. Seems a very exciting time for the sport. Hopefully, not too late if the sport is hit harder in 2021. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Um... Is it too little, too late, or I, a lot? A lot depends on what happens next year. I mean, you know, hopefully we have a season. Is the first thing. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's desperate to to see some speedway, and I think on the back of what James was saying earlier, the best way of looking at next year should we get speedway is it's a great opportunity. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 We, um, we, we did touch on this last week, didn't we? Same yeah. Because people will, yeah. yeah, people will want to be that. You know, it will be excited. I remember, yeah. I remember what it was like when we lost that half a year of Speedway um, mm-hmm. under those people who shall not be named. <laughs> and you know, we only lost half a season yeah. when, we, when we came back, and we came back in the National League from the Elite League. Um, the, of the buzz around the place and the excitement are palpable. You have to look that one up. <laughs> Is it a fruit? Hopefully, hopefully, the, hopefully the BSBA and all the Speedway guys take it, take it as an opportunity and yeah. move, move the times and don't be afraid to do something different. I know like this whole live streaming thing is, you know, can be quite difficult, but yeah. it's a great opportunity to really do something different with it and hopefully, you know, more of that and try and bring it to different people. I know there's, you know, um, there's plenty of different podcasts that have started up. There's like Grasshop Banter being one. There's um, BHB, which is a new one that's just started up. That's mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, bikes, petrol heads, car people, everyone that, you know, likes racing into one place. And hopefully we can use that. I'm to, bound to say. You know, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Anything, anything like that. It all else. So just as, a, just as a sort of show of hands, who actually watched the, the British final on the live stream? Oh, bits of it. You saw okay. So yesterday. Oh, okay. So I watched it live. What did we? What did we all think of it? Um, well, it was difficult, really, because I mean, the, yeah, the conditions weren't true. 
Um, I think I, I mentioned before that you know they probably would have had to apply waltzing Matilda instead of uh, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was a terrific performance from Rory Slime, and as me and James were talking a bit before, a, you know, a real show of rolling back the years from from Crumpy, who you know produced mm. all magic. It, it, yeah, was, it, it was effectively a comeback meeting. Yeah, I mean, you, you could tell it was Crump there, couldn't you? I mean, the style and everything was. You know, yeah, I really do hope that he does decide if we do get a stage next year that he does decide to to stick with it because I'm, you know, I mean, okay, he's not gonna he's not gonna reach the levels that he was 2005, 2006, but I think he's still, you know, we saw enough there to show that there's going to be some absolutely, you know, absolutely. there's going to be something there for him to, to work on and be a be able to be a, a decent scorer in this mm-hmm. uh, in the league next year. Did any of us any of us uh, predict the winner? We went for Danny. Oh, I went for Danny King. Yeah, I did oh, as well. Yeah. That was, in fairness, that was when it was going to be Sage Lipswich. Yeah. So, Lipswich, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is. Uh, you're not going to get a prize then. <laughs> Would we have got a prize anyway? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a weekend in uh, yeah in Paris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks quarantine. Yeah. You can pay for the trip, though. That's the thing. Yeah, that, uh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. All, all expenses paid. Uh, what do you think of the GP wildcards and GP series overall? Um, well, go on, James. Sorry, mate. Well, the speed, this, I guess the speed one is, I know, the the the, um, the reserves list is quite interesting. Um, a couple of young riders in there. Yeah, Obviously, we'll have Luke we'll Lutz, have who I know quite well, and um, Dan Beauty's on it as well. So they're really looking to... You know, push the younger riders into it now, which is great to try and get you know a bit of a turnaround with new new young faces and exciting you know very exciting riders in it now. So yeah, it's, it's, it, look, it looks quite good for next year. There was a rumor doing the rounds on on Saturday night that Nicky Pedersen was going to get recalled back into the series, but obviously that that never happened. No. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Robert Lambert goes, isn't it? Because, uh, I mean, he's had a, a stonker of a season in Poland yeah. this year. Um, might be just the right time for him. Yeah, I think he did the first year. And, you know, to go back in, you kind of know what you need. Mm. So, like, you know, I know from the long track one how much involved, how much work and stuff goes into that. And I can imagine how much more work goes into the Spiro one. So, you know, I hope, you know, he has, he's had a great season. So, the confidence from that and the knowledge of what it's like to be in that sort of meeting now put all together you've got a great package there really I mean there is a possibility of uh, at parts of the season of having three Brits in the uh, uh, because obviously Dan Bewley has also been named as a substitute which uh, is interesting and some names that I don't know Lucas Feinhage yeah, Lucas Finnard. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> no, he's he's um, he won the long track GP this year, and I've ridden with him for years. Mm. I met him in Vector when he was about thirteen, being the English translator. So you know, know him quite well, and he he's an exciting rider. And just some of the names, you know, I did a bit of Google and see who they were, and they all look very exciting. So be good. Yeah, I mean, just look. I have to say that. Bartosz Marslik looks wow. <laughs> so, there's, there, there's, I mean, I've heard some people saying, "Well, is it because the you know six of the eight rounds were in Poland?" I'm not convinced that was completely down to there. I mean, it would have been a help, obviously, but um, yeah, but he did it last year as well. So, yeah. that, I mean, Prague, Prague's not been a particularly good hunting, hunting ground for the Smarslik over the years, but he won both those meetings. So, mm. and um, I think yeah. the the whole Polish track advantage things out the window this year, where they were riding in Poland 
That's true. Not, not allowed. So there's no real home, you know, like Polish track advantage at all now. So yeah, you can't stay away from it. Yeah. Letting himself up now in the in the pecking order, isn't he, Bartos? Really, you know, back to back world championships. I think only nine others have done it. So yeah, yeah. I mean that that yeah. You know, when Ty famously said he wanted to do it, but wasn't able to. Do you think those two are going to be? For the next three or four years, those are going to be the two main protagonists. I can't even say it. Protagonists. 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 I need another coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Is that another fruit? Ty's an, inter- an interesting one, to be honest, because, you know, he hasn't managed to win a Grand Prix this season, although he's been it's close. very, very consistent. Um, obviously, last year was a, was a complete write-off for him. You know, he, he started slowly and then had that injury, which pretty much derailed his, his whole mm. season. Um I don't think there's any doubt that he's got the, the quality to, to win another world championship. Um, you know, the, the other question of query, of course, is, is whether he's got the hunger, but I, th- I think, you know, Ty's still got that desire to go on and, and win more world championships. I mean, he's bought when he's 30 now, so maybe another four, five years at the, at the very pinnacle. Um, mm-hmm. I know, I know people are going to say Greg Hancock, but I think Greg was probably a bit of a one-off, to be honest. But uh... A freak, I think, is the word you're looking for. Oh, steady, steady. Oh, COVID. No, coffee. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Strong sorry about that. <laughs> uh, Duncan Pemberton just said, Evening, people. Evening, where you been, Dunk? Uh, Sean Simo says, uh, James, long track or speedway, we both we enjoy both grass and speedway, but people keep telling us to sell grass track and get better speedway equipment. But with the grass, you can relax more as it's only about yourself with less pressure. I thought he, I thought he said pleasure in the end, but it's, no, it's pressure. <laughs> <laughs> pressure. <laughs> that, that is true. Um, grass track is so, so much more chilled out. I mean, you go to... Definitely in England, you turn up, you know, Saturday Saturday evening, you set up, you, you chill out, you relax, you ride, you have a bit of a nap and you ride. I mean, the European stuff's a little bit more, you know, like being at work, but it's still so much laid back. And if you have a bad day, it's only you that have a, have a bad day, where Speedway, you have, you have a bad day, you've not only, you've, you've had a bad day, the team's had a bad day, the fans and sometimes get on your back and, you know, managers, it, it can get quite daunting, but, yeah, I mean, investing money in bikes, it's just being clever. I mean, you haven't got to have the prettiest looking bikes. If you've got a quick engine and, you know, engine clutch and carb, that's all you need. I don't yeah. care if you've had, you know, five-year-old covers. I mean, I won my first Masters on the bike I had in the Intermediates, which was about, you know, six years old, I think it was. Handmade covers by my mum. Oh, really? And I a 10-year-old van. Yeah. So, you know, it... It's the skill of the rider then, isn't it? It's definitely the skill of the rider. (laughs) Yeah, and it's been clever, isn't it? You know, you haven't got, you know, you don't need a new suit every year. I'd rather have a, you know, new carburetor or invest into everything that and get your mindset right to do it all than look pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and obviously Matt agrees with you. Because he never looks pretty. (laughs) Matt don't look pretty. Exactly, my whole point. <laughs> Thank you for making my whole point there. <laughs> uh, James, apart from the Isle of Wight, what is your favourite track to race on in the UK? Um, Careful. 
There's Lawrence listening. Usually is. You're going to upset somebody. So. Um, I have to say, Birmingham is one of my favourite tracks. It's a proper racetrack. Well done. Uh, then Peterborough. I enjoy Peterborough. Oh, great track. Yeah. I quite enjoy riding Nipswich. Um, yeah, that's. That's interesting because I mean the Peterborough and Ipswich are like chalk and cheese. Mm. Yeah, I mean I've been to Ipswich. I've been to Peterborough when it's been grip, real grippy, and I've been there when it's been real slick. But it just allows, as a racer, it just allows racing. Mm-hmm. You can really pick different lines and you can work the track. So yeah, I'm a. If it's a race track, I'm 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 up for it. Just get to the end of the corner and turn left. Yeah. <laughs> I tried um, turning right a couple of times. It didn't end <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Craig um, comes back on uh, regarding uh, Greg Hancock. He says, I think Greg Hancock's longevity was down to him being lucky with not having bad injuries as well as being a consistent mm. world-class performer. Yeah. Um, probably I would agree with that, to be honest. Um, you know, you, you just called at- him a freak. <laughs> no, that was me. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I think we've talked about this before. I think when, when him and Billy Hamill first came over to the UK, I think Bruce Panel famously said that Billy would win the world championship first, but Greg would, would last longer. I don't think he probably meant he would last as long as he did, but uh, I think, um, I think with, with, with Billy and also with, with Sam Malenko, you know, they were probably, they were more, they had more ability than, than Greg Hancock, but I think in both cases they, they had quite, particularly Sam, obviously had bad bad injuries um, that mm. sort of you know meant that their time at the top was a bit was a bit limited. You know, Greg was fairly was pretty fortunate in in that sense. Probably um, say the same thing about Hans Nielsen as well. I mean, he very very rarely seemed to ever get a pick of any injuries. Mm. And the good thing about Greg, he's such a down to earth guy. I've I met him a couple of times, and you wouldn't you wouldn't think. He was who he was. He was just so down to earth, willing to help anyone with any any bit of advice. I mean, we was at Glasgow and he came out on the track with me, you know, do a couple of second arse and gave me advice. You know, didn't ask for it. He just said to me, right, we're going out at the end of the meeting, I'm going to give you some help. Just straight off the blue. So, you know, there's not many people like that. And he was definitely a, you know, one of a kind Nicky Pedersen had asked him he might have thought twice but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember that um, so that, anyway I, I think it's only fair to, to come back to James and ask him a little bit more about his, his lung track because um, since we've got you on the show um, mm-hmm. I would like to know because I've never seen a, I've never been and seen a lung track meeting I've actually yeah looked at quite a few on, on uh, YouTube today while I was sitting in, in waiting for my dad in the hospital. Um, so I've, I've seen a few of your races today, actually. <laughs> what would you say is the greatest? I mean, obviously it's a it, it's long track, so it's a bigger track, but what's the biggest differences? You know, um, approach and so on. You run on a lot of different surfaces. Um, that's probably one of the more challenging things you go from, you know, your thousand metre shell tracks, sand tracks, grass, clay, you know, you can write varying different surfaces, different conditions. And obviously the tracks do vary quite a lot in length in, in Europe. You go for everything from, you know, Maldorf, which is a true thousand metre track to, mm. uh, I think it's Forza in Finland, which is 1200 metre lap. And then you get the slightly smaller ones, which is little five, 600 metres. So, you know, it really challenges a rider with different, 
conditions and surfaces and things and you can tell who's a better soundtrack rider to you know a shell rider with right. just looking at the results they change quite a lot and they're not always level are they the tracks either they're not like, you can get different in- inclines as well. I know this because yeah. I've actually been to one. Have you been to oh, one? I have. Nice. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Shame you yeah. haven't been to any speedway meetings. No, anyway. Sure, no. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> I mean, in England, in England, you get, you know, they are quite often like, on side of hills and like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Europe, yeah. they're slightly, they're more purpose-built places, but mm. you still get them, you know, they're on the slightly side of a hill or, you know, you get an ambush yeah. camp that comes back or, you know, there's a lot, you go to some tracks and there's so many tricks to them. Osnabrück's one of them. It's a track in Germany where you've got the first corner's downhill into the corner and then you have a bank, like a proper banking coming out the corner. Then you go up a hill and the top corner is like a big corner going in and then it turns to Eastbourne right in the middle of the corner. So, you know, it's sort of <laughs> your miles now. You're, you're trying to, you know, back like, back a bike in it at 60 mile an hour which is sometimes quite interesting yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine that that's the other thing i suppose is the speeds must be higher given that you, the length of the tracks yeah i mean speedway sort of may hit 60 on some of the bigger tracks um in and on grass track 60 sort of an average speed um mm-hmm. i might have been clocked at just over 100 miles an hour at, oh, um off i think was at the end of the straight so you know, it's scary. First, you know, first time you sort of, you know, you tuck yourself down and you sort of get the sense of speed. Yeah. The first time it's scary, but once or t- once you've done it a few times, it's second nature. So, right. oh, yeah, you I can know, imagine. In a, in, a, um, in a in a normal world, I mean, you know, how, how we long for a normal world again. I mean, what sort of crowds does does the long track get, James? Because you know. You know, back in the seventies and eighties, it was it was a lot bigger than, or perceived to be a lot bigger than than it is now. Yeah, I mean, you get some of the some of the real big meetings like Herxheim, which is always ran on German Father's Day, which is a you know a day off. Mm. Um, when we had the GP round there a couple of years ago, there was thirty five, forty thousand people there, mm. all absolutely drunk out their faces, <laughs> party atmosphere all day. And the same was sort of like Marmont and some of the bigger meetings where they're on like holidays like like father's day bastille day and things like this they're they're ran more like parties so everyone mm-hmm. turns up yeah, yeah for the party and racing it's more so. an, a more an occasion yeah. 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 yeah 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 and a lot of the clubs will run one meeting a year so they put everything into that one meeting mm-hmm. and so you, the crowds are bigger they're not as big as they used to be but they are definitely are bigger than what they are over here mm-hmm. and that's what we've said in the past isn't it really that speed that's one thing the british speedway misses is it's, it's big day out i mean obviously you've got Yep. Card, but... yeah, yeah I mean, running every week, you can't really can't you can't start doing you know having a big party every week, but no. there's definitely things that can be done. I know Birmingham do the um, you know, the center green stuff, you can go in for the center green experience, you can right. you know play football in the, in the intervals, and I know uh, Isle of Wight were very big at doing that as well, so you know. Is again is moving with the times and trying something different to appeal to the younger younger people now. You know mm. where a lot of the fans are on the older side. You need to get you know the ten year olds into the sport now so they can stay for you know a few I've, years. I've always felt that one of the things that Speedway is well placed to use 
um, but never has. It is so instead of having a program, if you have an app on your phone and it all comes down on your app mm-hmm. and say, so, you know, the winner of the race and there's a picture of the winner of the race or, or maybe even a little video of the winner, you know, saying, oh, yeah, you know, the, all of that. And would that, that sort of thing would entice the iPad generation, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But there's still a generation that do like the touchy feely of a program. <laughs> Well, they, yeah, but you don't. Well, you I know don't, it's strange, but they do. You don't yeah. need. You're talking about yourself. I am actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't need to lose the one to use the other. You just don't. You, both can be. Yeah, I think a lot of yeah. it is trying to entice young people <clears throat> to sport. So whether that's you know the app, which is that has a pretty good idea, yeah. to make it more user friendly, having, you know, like a. A breakdown of what the sport is so anyone that can go there can watch it yeah. and, and try and understand it look, look at the rules and go oh this is why that's happened you know why are they wearing that helmet colour not that one and yeah. all this sort of thing so mm. there's definitely room for improvement and that app idea is a good a good idea mm. so yay a- <laughs> you're going to pinch it you're going to go back to Lawrence and pinch it now aren't you yeah, he's allowed <laughs> one good year one good year uh, <laughs> I'll be on the phone in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we may have a new Hancock-looking Speedway scene soon. Uh, Wilbur is looking for a club in the UK and some clubs in Europe for 2021. Who was that again, sorry? Wilbur Hancock. Okay. Yeah, but who, who was this other Oh, Craig's, Craig's me. <coughs> okay. Yeah. It'd, be good, it'd be good to see, you know, a Hancock back over us, so... Yeah, that's it. I mean, we obviously we've got the two Americans, of course, riding over here now in, in Brock Nickel and Luke Becker, of course, who had made such a big impact at, at Wolves last year. So um, it would be nice to start seeing, you know, a bit of a resurgence on the um, from the US. You know, I mean, we've you know, me and Mark have both obviously talked in the past about some of the, the England USA Test matches that we had mm-hmm. back in the day, which were fantastic to watch, you know, and great to be part of. Um, it would be nice to have that again, you know, at some point, and uh, hopefully this is the a bit of a resurgence on the. From America. What, what's, speed, what's Speedway like now in the USA? Is it? Is it still? It, it's it, still it, going, but I think it's it's. There's not that many tracks at the moment, is no. there? No, a lot of them are very. They're very, they're known for being very small technical tracks, aren't they? Yeah, I know there's one that's in like in an industrial unit. I think yeah. it's like it. Uh, yeah, that's. Um, oh, I can't remember now, but the idea now that it begins it begins with a C. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've watched a few videos from around yeah. there. That looks yeah. I, think the pro- I think the problem is they're about the same size as that's as, uh, as Chris's studio. So, <laughs> so it's sort of, uh, some, of the, some of the Polish riders go over there. I think their eyes pop out when they walk when they. Uh, yeah. the tracks, but, uh, I bet they're warmer than Chris's studio. I'm telling you, it's freezing. It's absolutely freezing. Carrot on them. Simon says, "I saw the late Simon win in Denmark and Eric win in Germany. Was massive then with Muller." Riffs and oh, it's just moved there. And hack Simon Wigan in particular was a fantastic rider on on yeah. the on the long track. I think five five world championships in one of them. So mm. yeah, you know, I, I think, think he was. was. Yeah, you know, could have done more in speedway really as well, to be honest. But I think you know he he was more focused really on them um, on the long on the uh, on the long track side. I do I do think you know it's, it's a, you know Simon Wig would have been a fantastic ambassador and could have done a really good job as a speeder from that. But of course, you know. Tragedy, and yeah, it's hard, it's hard to believe it's nearly 20 years since we lost him. So, yeah, I mean, it would be really amazing well. how the sport would have been different with him, with it like still around. So, I mean, he, he was an absolute legend, you can't knock him for anything. So, Costa yeah. Mecca, Costa Mecca, Costa Mesa, 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 
Boston, nah, it, I th- no, I don't think that's the one that James was talking about. I think it's oh, called right. construction, actually. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, but any, yeah, yeah I, I, mine, I mean, the main one, one over there was Long Beach, wasn't it? Because that's you know they had a lot of the Americans there. I think they had a couple of World Team Cup finals there as well, didn't they? So, right. Um, well, we've got fifteen minutes left, gents, and we haven't really spoke about the GPS. <clears throat> and importantly, excuse me, <clears throat> we haven't spoke about the Speedway of Nations coming up. No. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, Bellevue now, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, L- Lublin, isn't it? If I remember right, yeah, and the possibility exists that Ty Waffenden won't be able to ride, yeah, of course. We should send our best wishes to him, shouldn't we? Mm. Because he had a you know, at the, the weekend, so he's uh, had an operation, uh, and yeah, I think he's got two pins in his hand now, so in, in his fifth metacarsal, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and he's not riding again for his team, they've already said that's the end of his season for them. Um, but no, nothing's been said yet about the Speedway of Nations. But should he not be able to ride, who do we pick in place of him? Difficult, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> um, you know, I definitely Robert Lambert definitely is one of them. Of course, um, Dan Bewley st- is starting to score quite well as well now. So you know, there's him, the, there's him as well. Running, so with the under twenty one, hasn't he? Really? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's where England are quite lucky in that aspect. They've got quite a good under 21 pools so you can have you know like a couple of years ago where Robert was our under 21 rider yeah you know he had so much experience and was such a good rider for that age it was it was great so it's such a shame isn't it because with Ty Woffind and Robert Lambert and Dan Bewley that is the lineup you've yeah. got to think there's a chance there haven't you I mean, two years ago we can't mm. excuse me for two yeah, minutes oh he's disappeared coming back Okay. Yeah, definitely be interested to see what they do about um, who they pick. So, is Rory Schlein able to ride for us? I mean, he, he's the yeah. champion. I mean, that that would seem to be, and he and, he, and he's ridden in Poland, of course. Yeah, I think a lot of it is down to what passport you hold. Um, mm. Don't quote me on that, but I know I believe he's British citizen. So, so yeah. it should be it should be available, shouldn't it? I mean, I, yeah. that, that, I, that would be an interesting one, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> some so, some cynics out there, not he, me. He was born in Bristol, wasn't he? So. Yeah. But some cynics, yeah. some cynics out there. I'm not one of them. I wouldn't say this, but I can just imagine uh, on on the social media that they'd be saying, "Oh, we're replacing one Australian with another." But I'm not saying that. <laughs> Generally speaking, Jason Grubb could, if it is on like passport. Mm-hmm. Jason Grubb right as well so because he has got a dual passport hasn't he yeah I don't quote me on that I'm not sure how how they decide whether you're you know how you what nation you ride for but yeah he certainly wouldn't be able to ride as the under 21 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know might scrape under I don't know yeah. <laughs> so uh, Brian's Brian just said the Speedway of Nations couldn't they come up with a better name than this well, I presumably, if they could, they would have. <laughs> it sort of answers itself. Uh, I think they changed it to fall in line with all the other, like, like motocross. It's all like the motocross of nations and stuff like that. I think right. the FAM changed them to make made them all the same because the long track has changed to long track of nations as well yeah. now. So right. Yeah. I think he's just trying to make it like a standard thing, probably. Yeah. Uh, Jason Crump's got a dual nationality. Okay, so that's a possibility. But I think probably. Rory Schlein would probably be the be- better pick than, than Crumpy at the moment. Yeah, I'd, I'd say um, so. And also, I mean, the other thing about who you, who you choose, is you, there are lots of British riders that are going to be ha- very rusty. Yeah, you know, that's um, Whereas I think Rory, 
He's, I mean, he's had that experience of winning the British Championship, so he's sort of up to speed a little. I can't think of anybody else, really. I mean, you know, some people have mentioned Bomber. and Well, I mean, nice Bom- I mean Bomber already did it last year, didn't he, and took mm. some absolutely horrific abuse on, on social media for yeah. his performance. Which was so I, I, I don't think he would want to do it again after that. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's not exactly like rusty. He's done a few meetings. I think a lot of the problem is... Is do you put someone in that's not re- owned on one meeting or not ridden, or do you chart someone that's had more race, more racing this year? So, yeah, yeah if, I'm if, glad I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have to say we, let's let's hope that Ty is going to be in it. I mean, the thing's been said there is not. Um, it's not looking hopeful, and I, yeah. you know, he might get the chance to, you know, knock it on the head for the year and get. Get fit because this is, I believe, this is left hand. It is, it's, sure, his, it's his clutch hand, yeah. yeah. So you know, that's quite, you know, surprisingly, that hand does go through a lot of a lot of stress. So, yeah, yeah. interesting. I gotta say, uh, um, Shane for Duncan. I saw his, I saw his post earlier regarding um, going to Poland. Well, not going to Poland, <laughs> uh, just missing out and having having lost all that money. Due to, due to the fact that he couldn't quarantine I back. Yeah. And he yeah. says, uh, due to quarantine, guess who had front row seats for the uh, Speedway of Nations at Bellevue? I am cursed. <laughs> I am cursed, he says. <laughs> uh, can, can, can he just let us know what other tickets he buys for next year yes, so, so we can, so we can yeah, avoid yeah, those yeah. ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't we see if way back in time, Smarshlik ain't got an English relative? <laughs> <laughs> he did ride for Birmingham for one meeting, didn't he? Scott? I think it was two meetings officially, or one of the meetings was rained off halfway through. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Poland or Russia will win, said uh, Simon. Yeah, I, I, I oh. fancy Russia to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I got a bet on Russia. Mm. Usual suspects, isn't it, sir? It is. Yeah, I mean, but you would, you would, with Tyre and with Robert Lambert, you've got to give us an outside chance, haven't you, Bert? You need both. Uh, I think. I think if he'd have been at Bellevue, then I think you know, you'd have really, really had a good fancy our chances to be honest. But mm. uh, obviously, losing the losing the home track advantage um, is uh, you know, isn't, isn't a great thing to be honest. But. Yeah, it is what it is. It's oh, you, you're, all... you're stuffed, Mike. Uh, Duncan says he's getting some Birmingham Speedway tickets. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Yeah. Let's um let's talk about Bartos Smarslik for a bit. I mean, you know, two mm. world championships, twenty five years of age. Um, talk already of the uh, the milestones held currently held by Messrs. Major and Ricardson on on six. I think Smarslik was younger at twenty five than those two when they, when than those two when they won their world championships. Um, I mean, he's obviously the, the benchmark at the moment. I mean, can he go for something like that? I think he can. Mm. You no, know, injury free. He's had a couple of nasty accidents this year, um, so you know, it's the whole stand injury free is a big thing. And if you can do that, you increase your chances of winning more times quite quite massively. So, I think yeah, he can definitely win a few more. I think he's certainly got the talent to do it. I mean, I think he's. I mean, you think? I mean, Ty Waffenden's been been the sort of the rider over the past few years, really. It's injuries held him back a couple of seasons and so on. But there's a couple of times, I think even in the last in the last meeting where Ty Waffenden has gated in front of Schmarslick and there's been one hell of a 
a ding dong between the two of them, but Schmarzlick has always come out on top. Schmarzlick's yeah. a very clever rider in, his, in that mm. sense, isn't he? Because he doesn't uh, he doesn't take unnecessary risks. He, he's he's very patient on the track and he waits mm. his waits for his chance. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind that he could he could go on and win win multiple championships. Um, you know, obviously the next few years you're going to see some other rivals coming into coming into the fray. I mean, Max Frick, of course, winning his first Grand Prix. Um, Has he got British ancestors? Who's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> desperate? That, probably. Well, they are our cousins, aren't they, Australia? So. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you've been the toilet or bought a pie, I think that qualifies you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, 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 Craig says, has Ty 100% been ruled out? I see his hand was in plaster and pinned, but he's had trouble with that hand all season and still rode through the pain barrier. Wouldn't put it past him. He hasn't I said anything. Mm. But, however, I mean, I, I read his last last tweet and the official response to this tweet was uh, he hasn't actually ruled himself out. Yeah. But the first thing that he said in this tweet was, that's a wrap. All right, okay. Maybe to me, that, to me that's saying... Maybe he's, you know, wrapping his arm. And then he went talking about... Then he went on talking about he had it pinned and, and, and so on. But... Yeah. Or maybe or maybe he bought a kebab and somebody says, no, that's a wrap. <laughs> you don't know, well, do you? Re- Remind me why you're here again, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a clue. <laughs> Join the rest of us. Uh, Simon says, I don't think so. Being the rider, he is liable to get injured. Yeah. I presume that's talking about Bartok there. Oh, okay. So so I've heard this before. I've heard people say he takes unnecessary chances, but I don't see that. No, I don't think he does. Yeah. He he takes – he's not afraid to go where no one else goes. I mean, he has a habit with his right foot and it caught him out. I want to say last I saw on YouTube I can't remember what meeting it was but you know he likes waving his right foot around and I've caught him out you know once or twice so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's one of the things you can't you can never tell you're going to get injured and you never know when it's going to happen so it could be the smallest little slip off can cause a lot of damage and yet you can have the biggest smash up in the world get up and walk away from it with unscathed so a lot of it's lady luck Absolutely. We should also talk about a certain Mr. Jamin Lidsey. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the new under-21 world champion, uh, who's also obviously got um, – he's one of the substitutes, isn't he, for the GPs next year? Um, yeah, he's made a lot of really good progress, hasn't he? I mean, hasn't he just? Yeah, I mean, he was pretty much unknown when he first came over to, to the UK, I think. Last year, off of Bellevue, and mm. immediately, you know, made a made a huge impact. So, well, you say he was on a nine, but but that before he came over, he very nearly won the Australian uh, Championship. He was mm-hmm. you know, very close to winning it. So, I, I, I when I saw him, I thought, oh, I wonder if we could we could sign him. But Bellevue getting there, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he's he looks like he looks the real deal, doesn't he? Certainly does. You know. And uh, they do go through these phases, don't they? The Austra- Australia, where they start bringing through some really, you know, really yeah. good young riders, and it looks like they've got another load coming off the, uh, the conveyor belt again. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the, the, the big, the big, um, the big one at the moment, really for me, is Denmark, because you know, 
couple of years ago, they had some they had some really really good prospects going through, but it's sort of dried up a, a little bit now. Seem, you know? Just seemed to have. I mean, Michael Epson Jensen. I think he was you know when he first started. Yeah. I mean, I looked at him as a potential future world champion. Hasn't really kicked on from from that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think a lot go. of countries go through phases, don't they? They'll get you know one country will have a load of rides at one stage, and another country dries out, and then you know the following couple of years later, another country gets more riders. So I think a lot depends on you know if you have a young crop of riders start or a big crop of young riders start, you you get it. But if you don't, you kind of like later on later on a couple of years down the line they sort of fizzle out and then mm. you run out don't you I mean we do seem to be producing quite a, a few decent riders at the moment in this country yeah. um, I'm hoping that you know this year off hasn't altered the, their prospects but I mean I was talking to Anders Rowe a couple of weeks back and obviously he's busy in Poland and enjoying their experience he's a rider that's you know got potential I think the fast um, track system really is, is, is just should, should uh, take a lot of credit for for this. Mm-hmm. I think used a few years ago because it pushed some riders to having a few meetings in in the top league, and I think you know it's it sort of gave them the the confidence to think, well, maybe I can you know I can push for that for the top league and, and do well in that. And quite a few of those riders now are among the the big boys in in the top flight. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Maybe they should bring it back. <laughs> Maybe they will bring it back. Who knows? Uh, just going back to Ty, uh, Dunk says, uh, get Rory in for Ty, one Aussie for another. So I, to- I told you. I told you. <laughs> I didn't ask him, thought was in Australia. So. <laughs> uh, have we seen riders strap broken hands or broken legs to the bikes in the past and rode on? Yeah, yes. I think there's, there's a rule now. There's, there's a thing in FIM rules that Technically, you can't ride with broken bones. Basically, yeah. Collins riding the world fine with a broken leg. Yeah, did he have like a bit of like rubber or like a you know bungee cord on his? I always think I always think the best story on that one was the Chris Morton story. Do you know about that? Yeah. It was it was in um, some sort of qualification for the world championship. Had to finish in top six to get to the next round, um, and he came off and. Quite a, quite a nasty accident, and, and he woke up in the um, uh, the medical tent at the track, and they said, "Are you?" I asked him if he was okay. He'd been unconscious. Yeah, <laughs> he was okay. Um, asked this, and that, and said, "Is, can, is, is your neck okay?" And Blaine said, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine." Didn't tell them that his neck had swollen up to the size of a balloon, and he couldn't actually turn his head. So anyway, he qualified. <laughs> uh, th- four or five years later, he was involved in another accident, and they sent him to the hospital. And, they, and as a precaution, they took an X-ray of his neck, and the doctor said, "Oh, by the way, when did you break your neck?" Right. <laughs> so, uh, don't make a black anymore. No. <laughs> no. No, I mean, there's so many rules around it now. It's it's, it's crazy. I mean, like, all concussion rules and, you know, you have to be signed fit by a doctor. And there's so many rules that sort of stop you doing, doing things like that. I mean, I've ridden with, you know, I rode a GP round with a, with a broken foot. You know, I had it strapped up to the gunnel, so it didn't, didn't cause me any bother. So mm-hmm. I've, I've done it with a broken, um, well, broken fingers and all sorts of stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't think, I don't think you actually could now. I think that would no. stop you. He turned up with a, you know, a bit of bungee holding your foot up. I think they might um, 
a bit busy for it now. Yeah, I'm okay, Sir Rod. Can you hold my leg a minute? <laughs> I'm being held up. Yeah, <laughs> probably alcohol if I know you, but it's nine o'clock. Good God, so it is. Wow. Um, well, we thank you again, James, for joining That's us. Right. It, uh, it's been a pleasure, as always. Um, should let our listener out there know that we're probably doing one more show, um, which is going to be after the Speedway of Nations. We can talk about that. And then obviously after that, if any news becomes apparent about what may or may not happen next year, we will probably do a show about that. But there we go. Thanks once again, James. Really appreciate it, mate. And it's all nice. You take care. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.